0: Problem is, once I start thinking about doing a structure, I just keep wanting to go like, you know, your little, your pergola there. Mm -hmm. I did it and then I did the one side. I'm going to do the other side and get it finished today. And I was thinking about how I would like to do even a third (laughs) step down from it. Or even what I was actually thinking about was doing a ramped uh, trellis style roof from the top of it down. So you'd actually have a flat across you know the the pergolas, which are the little the sticks themselves, the one by ones, right? Mm-hmm. And then having a trellised arch roof going up on that that you could grow more stuff onto. So I just yeah, or even putting it so that there's benches, but I was like I don't really want benches because it'll be on the outsides, and I like sitting on those logs. I, I really do. I'm just kind of enjoying sitting on the logs in the backyard. The the right height. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I'm just, I I just want to keep building on it until it's done. And I think it's pretty enough. So, but I think it looks really good. And I was, I was looking down at the, from up here, it's looking really good. I kind of want to knock down the, that tree that keeps just being a problem. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, yeah, this nasty little looking little knot on my, on my shin. So that was fun. Just, just, it had to see, I didn't get mad when I got the scrapes on my arm. I didn't get mad when I got the puncture in my hand. I didn't get mad when I got my hand cut open and it was like, the universe was just, we're going to get you mad. And I just was refusing to get mad. And then, oh, Hey, how about if we have this log fly back and smash you in the shin? (sighs) damn it. (laughs) Right. So it's just, it's like, whatever, you know, it's, it's on the shin and I'm going to say I have, cause you, you've seen them. I have shin splints and it's when your actual bone, it bends or they, they twist. And so they twist. So it hurts and it hurts on the bone side of things, but at least it's not like the muscles or cramps or, you know, ankles, something like that. Mm -hmm. That put me out of commission walking. It's just, you know, ow, Hey, that's not pleasant type situation. So, that's what I'm looking at right now as far as that goes. But it it is what it is. So, but I'm ready to go out there and just be done. I might not be done. I'm ready to just keep working. That's why I got you the other can of stain yesterday and made sure I got the right one. And, oh, and actually we originally didn't. Um Nikki grabbed the one that she thought it was, but it wasn't. And the girl's like, oh, this isn't the right one. And because you know, we had a picture of it too. So she went and grabbed the right one. Mm. So I was like, okay, good. And then um got that and. I'm just, I'm so ready for our deliveries. My water filter is supposed to be in today. So um, the new water filters. And oh, you know what else is coming in today? Mm. The new knives.
1: Oh, you got them.
0: Oh, yeah, I got I got them. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I, I got them. I, I There was three sets left, and they were literally the right Hankels. Like, Hankel makes, okay, saying Hankel is like saying Nike. Nike makes a bunch of crap, and Nike makes some good stuff too, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like. And that's the same thing with Hankles. And these were the good ones, um, the ones that you actually compare with Wustafs. And they were like $300 less because there was only three sets of them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yoink. And so I bought that one. I went back today thinking, well, maybe I want, nope, it's gone. Absolutely gone. I was like, okay. (laughs) Because, I mean, it was such a good price that my brain just goes, you could always use an extra set of knives. So... Mm -hmm. And, you know, given them probably, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to do with the ducks. We have to do something with the ducks. And do you, do you want chickens or do you want quail?
1: See, you're I'm, the one that wants the quail. Why do, do you keep do. asking me? I don't know anything about quail. You haven't made me any the, quail things. I don't know. I well, don't. Okay.
0: So it's, so it's about, depending on the size of the quail, which ones that you get, it's, it's between three and four quail eggs to make a regular chicken egg, right? But quails lay them faster and they lay more of them. Um, but their feed is different. The big thing about quail, we could literally put quail in Tabby's room and it would smell better because quail are pretty darn clean where ducks are the worst. And that's the other thing I was looking at with the stuff yesterday. I was like, man, we just got to rip all this stuff out and do something with it. So, but either way, I just, I know I kind of want quail because they're quiet and I, I feel like, you know, stealthy egg layers. Is kind of going to be something that's important for us. So more than anything else. But again, and then, then I go back to the other side. It's like, why are we going to even get more birds when we have girls that can't take care of the birds that we have? And they're costing us more because they are continually ruining food and ruining their environment and feeders and waterers and all of this. And why don't we just butcher them all up and say, Hey, that area is going to make a better garden than it ever did for the chickens because you literally all proved me, you know, right. In saying that I thought it was a bad idea from the beginning. But then I'm I'm like, then I have to actually butcher our birds. And I have problems with that. (laughs) So, and quail, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I'd, I'd become emotionally attached to quail. But I didn't think I could become emotionally attached to a duck. So, but whatever. It is what it is. Well,
1: you already know my opinion about it hmm. i want i i would love to have the chickens like i i want to be more part of the chickens everything but Mm -hmm. the problem is is that where they are and everything that's set up and everything i i want them to have a good coop that i would want to be over there for the one we have i don't want to be over there i don't want to be around any of that and like I want them to have a permanent place that's gorgeous and a coop that's gorgeous and a way to get, you know, the the feeders and the waterers that we like to have, you know, them to have enrichment in there and make it, because, like, we keep seeing different things. Like, with chicken litter, it's so much easier to keep the coop clean with mm-hmm. it. And it's just, like, I think about that. And they don't have any roosting bars or anything. And that's what they like to sleep on. It's just I I would love <laughs> for the general upkeep to just – it's it's just hard right now so i i i want more chickens but i don't want to get more chickens until we upgrade our chickens and give them a beautiful permanent place that's easier to keep clean cuz i get it N- nobody wants to be out there doing that mm-hmm. because it's just it's not we didn't we didn't start it off in a smart way we started it off by just getting them and going oh we'll deal with it later and then we kept not dealing with it later and now we're at a point where everything is just janky and white trashy <laughs> we have to go back through and fix it up because i want chickens i definitely want chickens there's so many benefits to having chickens it's just right now we're in that weird we bit off more than we could fucking chew and now we're all st- stuck you paid for them <laughs> i yeah
0: that's that's my biggest and honestly that's my biggest frustration about it is that everybody wanted it and i, I got everything that everybody wanted down to the coop and the chicken run, and everything else, and now I'm going to have to pay more if, if we're going to have more. So, yeah, so uh, that's what I have an issue with, absolutely 100%. So, you, you know, $600, I can buy a lot of groceries with $600, and that's not counting the food for the for the birds because that's what it would cost me to build the coop. It's right around 600 bucks. So, and if they can't keep that area, if that area can't be kept clean, that one little area can't be kept clean, why would I want to do two? It's just, it just sounds stupid to say. So with that, (laughs) because we just have so much on our plate as it is. Welcome to the afternoon dive on the stupid podcast on everything where I'm Joey
1: and I'm Kiki and we
0: talk about everything and nothing all at the same time by two people who sometimes upset each other with the words that we say, (laughs) but it's all good. So today is Tuesday. It is February 7th. It is the afternoon and we have relationship advice advice. And marketing lies today, right? Mm-hmm. okay, Do so you want to start with relationship advice?
1: Yes, and uh today we're starting this first one from "Am I the Asshole?" yay, it's from users Surround Sound One, and it's titled "Am I the Asshole for Pulling My Daughter from a Water park trip because her teacher made her stay with the kids she doesn't like
0: ooh, so initial on that Mhm huh. <laughs> The initial, I would say is, is is no. I mean, if my kids don't like somebody, and I don't want them to be forced to not. It, was it? Is it a sleepover? Or does it just say it's just a it, trip?
1: That's just well, from it's the stay title. With. Yeah, just
0: to stay with. So I'm. I'm I assume it's they're going to be sleeping over. So yeah, no, I I wouldn't want my kids to sleep with somebody that they don't like. Or have to stay in a room with people they don't... Or somebody they don't like. But no, I don't think so. That's my initial. Let's see how wrong I am. (laughs) There'll be a twist.
1: So my daughter Bryn, who is nine, is going on a trip to a nearby water park with her class next week. She loves water and has been talking about it for months. So I was a bit thrown off when she came home crying a few days ago and told me she didn't want to go. I asked her why and she wouldn't tell me because she thought that I'd think that she's a bad person. "'When I finally coaxed it out of her, she said her teacher, who we'll call Miss N, has forced her to be the buddy of her classmate we'll call Ben for the entirety of the trip. "'She was to ride the bus with Ben to and from the trip, eat lunch with him, and go on all the rides with him instead of spending time with her friends. "'She then said nobody likes Ben because he whines whenever they have to do work and picks his nose and wipes his boogers everywhere.' I was horrified, not only because Miss N had made Brynn do such a thing, but also because she had made her believe she was a bad person for not wanting to. Unfortunately, this wasn't my first experience with Miss N, as she frequently used my soft-spoken, intelligent older daughter as a behavior buffer for the naughty boys until I threatened to report her to the superintendent. It's clear to me that Miss N is still too comfortable with enforcing archaic gender roles on her her kids and forcing girls to do unpaid emotional labor for the sake of the boys. I immediately sent Miss N an email condemning her actions. She sent me an email with a bunch of BS that basically ended with, if Brynn goes on the trip, she has to be Ben's buddy. Fine. I informed her that Brynn would not be attending then. I immediately booked VIP tickets the same day her class was going so she could still go to the park and see her friends. What happened next I wasn't expecting. Brynn is quite popular, so I've gotten to know a lot of the moms in her class. When I let them know what Miss N did, some of them were so horrified that they also pulled their kids out of the trip. In total, eight kids out of a class of 20 are either not going or going with us." Today, I got an email from Miss N saying that because almost half of the class isn't going, they either have to raise the cost for the other students or not go at all. She practically begged me to let Brynn go and tell all the other parents to let their kids go, promising she wouldn't make Brynn do anything she didn't want to do. I told her she should have thought about that before she tried to make my daughter do her job. Mm -hmm. My husband said I was being a bit petty and that Miss N clearly feels bad about what she did and I should let Bryn go as I've already got in my way. He asked me if I really wanted to deprive children of what they've been waiting for all year. The thing is, if this wasn't Miss N's first offense, I probably would have agreed, but she has a pattern of this type of behavior and hopefully this will put a stop to it. Plus, if she has to explain this to her superiors, I have my receipts. Is my husband right or am I justified? Update, Bryn was the only student assigned a buddy. The rest of the students were free to do what they wanted.
0: No way that you're the a-hole. No, that that teacher... You know what we had that we had that with Miss Green Mm -hmm. you know literally singled out Lily and singled her out and tried to make her into something she wasn't and tried to you know and and decided that her morals were going to be what she was going to instill and push on Lily Mm -hmm. and one thing that I've learned and I we've all you aren't going to instill anything with Lily by pushing it on her Mm -hmm. you know Yesterday, I, I realized that yesterday, I was playing around with her. I got, I grabbed the vitamin water that was there, mm-hmm. and she looked at it, and she goes, what's that? It's a, it's a vitamin water. Why? Is it cold? Do you want it? And I went literally to put it on her, like to touch her with it. Holy crud, she went into full psycho mode to not let it touch her, like <laughs> climbed up the wall towards the ceiling, f- flew down into the corner, like everything she could to not let it touch her in every way, shape, or form, I like chose violence type situation. And I was like, holy crud. Okay. This is a little over the top, but you know that the, the teacher thought, Oh, well I'm going to set Lily up with this student. And then I'm going to, you know, make Lily's parents to be out the bad people because you know, I'm going to talk to Lily about boys and Lily can talk to me about anything she wants. And Oh, your dad won't get you new boots because you ruined The hundred and fifty dollar boots that he bought you here. I got these twenty five dollar boots on, you know, that that I got you and don't worry about all the religious stuff all over them. I, you know, and I told her straight out not to do it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no, nope. you are not. You're not. Nope. Teacher. Hundred percent.
1: And the biggest thing that I like think, too, is like even if you did back down on it, Mm -hmm. because you're the whole point is that your husband's point is that well you got what you wanted like she's not going to be paired up it's like so all that that teacher is going to learn is not to do it with your kid Mm -hmm. this is very obvious like this that's literally that's at best (laughs) that's your kid your kid is not going to be treated like that anymore but she's just going to do it to somebody else yep because she's going to keep doing it until she realizes no you can't do this just because you're a teacher doesn't mean you have some level of authority over what goes on In personal matters in your classroom, like that's not how that works. Mm -hmm. As a teacher, your job is to teach. Doing things beyond that is by choice. You're going to get paid to teach, whether you teach and also offer all these amazing, cool things for your kids, or you don't. Yeah, sadly, that is the way that the the school system works. And you know, it'd be great if people that were going into it went into it assuming that kids are going to hate them because those are always the best teachers. If the kid, the teachers that go in there going, oh, all these kids are going to love me. I'm going to be the best teacher they ever had. Those are the teachers everybody hates. Mm-hmm. Because they're going, you know, I'm doing this for you. I don't have to do these things. They use all these excuses like they're a parent or any kind of authority figure that matters in your life. They deal with you for a year and then they move on. So it's just... At, at what point, dude, like when they realize that and they're not super like, oh man, you know, I'm not they, like when they get into that mindset if I'm not going to make that much of an impact on their life, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to make it fun for them while I can, but I'm only here for a year. Like, those are always the teachers everybody remembers and loves. Yeah. Going in there and being like, "Oh well, I have to facilitate these kids because this is what's going on, and this kid needs this kind of emotional support. So let me pair it up with a kid that's, you know, not going to, you know, sit there and make fun of them because they're a nice kid. So you know, they're they're just going to feel bad about it because it's like that is so horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that is not how you teach anything. It is your job to make sure that that kid is behaving and doing the things they need to do. If everybody knows this, and this is common knowledge, that the kids are all upset because this kid picks his nose." Then yeah. I'm sure that and you know that. It yeah, I'm sure that you know that, and it's your job to have a conversation with the parents. And if the parents decide, oh well, I'm not going to be, you know, it's my, it's a kid or whatever it is, like whatever their reasoning may be. After that, then you bring that up to the superintendent, and then you go mm-hmm. into more and more issues with that kid and that kid's parents. It's not every other child in that classroom's responsibility to make sure that that child feels accepted because that child's being gross, and that child is not like doing work, and that's like that's one of the biggest things we had to try to teach the girls. It's like you know if y'all are always complaining about all of the work you have to do and you guys are always talking about oh yeah, no, and you refuse to you know actually accept who you are mm-hmm. and you know we have money, and most of these other kids don't like you you're gonna get to a point where they're gonna realize like oh man, you know. All you ever do is complain, and you know you never get anything. You never do anything. You're always begging for our food. You're always trying to trade things. You're always mm-hmm. like, and then people start to catch on, and this is the the results of that. And so now, we're at a point where Lily is getting it. Tabby's, eh. <laughs> but it's like, it's not the other kids in that classroom's responsibility to teach. Lily and Tabby how they're supposed to act and how they're supposed to be themselves and it's not the teacher's responsibility to make sure that the other kids get paired with them because you know they have issues with these kids or anything like that because that's the dumbest things ever like when Tabby was having issues with whatever the other girl was in her class Mm -hmm. and there's oh well we're going to keep putting them in you know groups it's like that's not how that works You don't just get along with somebody because you have to keep working with them. The exact opposite actually happens, and it makes things worse and it furthers divides in your classroom. If you want things to not be an issue anymore, you bring the parents into it. You go, "Hey, we need a teacher parent teacher meeting separately at first. Doesn't solve it. Then you do it together, parents and parents." Go, listen, your children are having issues and we need to come together and figure out why they're having issues. Because it's getting to a point where it's distracting from the schoolwork and everything that we're trying to do. Okay, well, th- my daughter is saying this about your kid. Oh, really? I'm not surprised about that. You know what? I'll have a talk with her about it if they're civilized parents. And if they're not civilized parents, then they get kicked from the fucking school. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, there are things in place. It's not your job to sit there and make other kids try to do your job. So it's just, yeah, no, that's disgusting. And definitely don't, don't back down on that. Don't back down on that for a second because you literally you are. And it's not hard to make it, you know, not a big deal. Well, I already spent money on, you know, doing this and this is how it's going to be. So I'm not going to waste my money on something that I've already invested in Mm -hmm. twice (laughs) because that's what it would be. You paid for the school field trip and then it wasn't going the way you wanted it to. So you went, I'm not going to go keep the money. I'm just going to go, you know, same day. VIP tickets. We'll see you there oh well i can't believe they did that i'm gonna do that too i'm gonna do that too i'm gonna Mm -hmm. do that too oh my god no you can't no Mm -mm. you fucked up you fucked up twice and now sucks to suck because she tried to reach out to her Mm -hmm. and she said oh well suck it up okay i will goodbye have a good time see you there (laughs) like so yeah don't back down that'd be absolutely bullshit if you did don't back down i don't care if your husband disagrees with it it's not petty it's standing your ground and I mm-hmm. hate when people call somebody that's standing their ground petty because it's not what it is. <laughs> it's literally going, hey, I made a point and I'm going to continue with my point. It's not that big of a deal. It's just a school field trip. Yeah, other parents invested in it. Oh, no, they, you know, the other parents can know what's going on and they can all pull out and go mm-hmm. the same day anyways. I just yeah. That's literally... So I don't see why... Anybody else would have an issue with that. The teacher needs to learn her fucking lesson on not fucking with the kids in a way that's not her fucking responsibility to do. If she's supposed to handle something, she's supposed to handle it. Not using the kids to handle her problems. So. And, and
0: it does sound, honestly, it does sound like this teacher has other issues, either with the student oh, yeah. or with the mom. Yeah. Right. And it's, or you know, one one way or the other. There's, there's something else that's there. You don't just sit there and go, hmm. Well, you know what I'm gonna do today, yeah. right? So, yeah, no, I just it sounds like complete bogus. It just, yeah, no. <laughs> and you have another one? Yeah, I have. Hmm. I have two more. This one okay. is okay, just okay. from
1: relationship advice. Okay. Um, it's from user Miss H R R. Okay. And um, I I think you're gonna have. I I'm curious to know what you you think about this one because I feel like you could go either way on agreeing with it or disagreeing with it or maybe just having a middle ground with it. So it's okay. titled "My Boyfriend, Male 32, Doesn't Want Me to Go to a Concert Because I, Female 28, Will Bring the Mood Down." So, hello, I've been with my boyfriend for over a year now. Okay, good.
0: I don't have to give an opinion on this one beforehand. <laughs>
1: things have been great we're both the complete opposites but we make it work he's more of a social butterfly and i'm more of a homebody tonight there's a techno concert and he loves techno and i don't really care for it he's going with his friends and i didn't want to go because i have work tomorrow morning and him and his friends will be indulging in drugs and i don't really want to be around them yesterday i asked him if he doesn't mind that i'm not going and he said he didn't care because i would have brought the mood down I've gone to a couple other techno concerts and sometimes I get into it and sometimes not. He just wants to go and have a good time and not worry about me if I'm having a good time or not. I'm really hurt by what he said. I admit that sometimes I get annoyed when there is too much socializing happening because I get worn out quick and it's not as easy for me to get into the techno music as it is for him. I'm not sure if I have the right to be upset or if I'm overreacting because he's probably right and I probably wouldn't have enjoyed myself.
0: (sighs) Ah... Okay, so who are we asking on who's the a-hole? Are we well, asking? this isn't an, is? I, an oh. uh, the
1: a-hole.
0: Oh, it's just, it's just a relationship? relationship advice. Okay. So, okay, he's an idiot, <laughs> but he's not wrong. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go this route on this one because it, this is this is where I'm where I'm kind of in the, on this one. This is why I'm asking is is this an am I the a-hole? Um, because it's not what he said; it's how he said it, a hundred percent. You know. Because, look, you and I, there's things that I do that I don't want other people around for. Mm-hmm. And I don't want you around for. And there's things that I don't want Lily around for, a tabby, or anybody else. There's things that you do that I don't want to be around for. Like, for example, when you and Nikki, you go and get your nails done. I've never stepped into a salon <laughs> when you two get your nails done. Why? Because three reasons. One. I have no desire to be in a place where I'm smelling nail polish remover day in and day out. 2. I want you two to socialize and socialize with the people that are there because you two are still looking for friends and connections and things like that. And you're having fun with it. Three, you two wouldn't have fun because you would be sitting there worrying about the fact that I'm just sitting there in the corner looking at my phone waiting for this shit to be over and try to involve me in stuff that I really don't give a damn about and don't understand. And so it's like, but I don't say that. I don't look good. I don't want to go. Right. I don't say that. I'm like, you two have fun.
1: No, this is a YouTube Well, Yeah, thing. that's, but that and would be like, the opposite. It would be the opposite. If you had said, mm-hmm. well, is it okay if you guys just go? Because I don't want to go. And me just being like, well, duh. I don't, of course I wouldn't want you to go. I wouldn't say that. Right. Because it would have like, yeah, and there no, that's you go. Fine. And that's,
0: and that's him. And that's what I'm saying is he's the, he's an a hole for what he's, yeah. uh, what, the way he said it. Cause it's like, because here it is. She he wasn't going to go yeah you know, you like, why are like why there you go like if i want to go do something that i don't want you to go to or that i don't think you'll enjoy or look if there was a business seminar right <laughs> i would be like like, hey, like, uh... like 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 let's let's do this let's say that there was a business seminar that was going to discuss the strategic operations between the new nafta agreement which is a trade agreement and how that's actually going to impact you know uh uh the the social structure of the way that corporations yeah, you lost there
1: wanna go. you wouldn't want to <laughs> be like you know, hey is it okay you, i I'd I'd don't be like, go to this yeah
0: you, you'd you be like that and that's exactly it you'd be like mm, hey um <laughs> i
1: love no you, you know what but... you would say you
0: no i i know the three questions that you would ask one how long is it <laughs> two are you going to eat somewhere <laughs> afterwards <laughs> that's
1: I literally was <laughs> going to say that. I was like, I'd go and I And, and
0: three, car. can we go to XYZ afterwards, <laughs> right? And that, that's, those are the three questions that qualify because you don't want to go to the thing and I don't want you to go to the thing. I want to go out and I want to go, I'm going to do my mushroom hunting with like different people. And you know, you like being out in nature and you like being out in the woods, but mm-hmm. your garden's going to be up and growing and you're going to want to be in your garden because you want the absolute most beautiful, pristine garden. Yeah, so, it
1: depends st- where you're going because like if you're going back where the fishing place is, mm-hmm. I'd be like, so do I have to go mushroom hunting, or hey, can see? I like bring there. my fishing? There you bowl? go. See? <laughs> that's there. what I would do if you were. If you, and and see, that's where just where bad was. to me. That I
0: hate. I hate that. And, and everybody, we all do that to each other, and it drives all of us up walls. <laughs> like, hey, I'm gonna go do grocery shopping. Oh, can we eat afterwards? I didn't even say you could go. <laughs> I have to go do grocery shopping, not, not, Hey, let's go to get some gro I'm going to go do some grocery shopping. You want to come, you know, but we do this to each other and it's like, Hey, I'm going to go on the boat and I'm going fishing. Oh, okay. Can I get my bathing suit? I'm going fishing. Right. Or, hey, I'm going out on the boat because I'm going to go play on the boat. Okay, can I bring my fishing pole? No, because I'm just going to run the boat around the lakes because I haven't done that yet. And I want to run it all the way around all of the lakes. Okay, but can I bring my fishing pole just in case? I'm going to stab you, (laughs) you know, but we we don't we try not to say things in a toxic way. And that's a toxic way. A toxic, you know, sh- yeah, I don't want you to be there. Yeah. You're going to bring down the vibe anyways. Like again, if there was a different tone, if he was saying it jokingly, cause we say stuff like that jokingly, but it's half joking. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's like at the same time. It's like, she's like, Hey, is it okay if I don't go? Yeah, babe, you know what? I understand. You know, I don't want you to 50 50 decide whether or not you're going to have fun there or not. And at the same time, if, I feel like you're not going to have fun there, and if you don't, then it, it takes me down, and I I won't have fun there because I don't want to be somewhere that you're not having fun with me when that was my expectation. Wow, <laughs> did you hear that? That was how a mature man <laughs> says, "Yeah, I don't want you to go because you bring down the damn vibe." <laughs> you know, it's it, it it's absolutely you know yeah no <laughs> smack them. just that's all he's 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 that's just you, you just need to tell him you need to say hey you know what i can appreciate what you said no i can appreciate what you meant but the way you said it not so much so if you could like never do that again you'll wake up in the morning you know Something along those lines. So but.
1: to answer your question, OP, yes, you have a right to be upset. Mm-hmm. He should not have said it like that. No, But it is one of those things that you're probably, depending on how your relationship is, you can bring it up to him in a, hey, I understand you know what you were saying because you do Mm -hmm. and that's the biggest thing about this this is not like you're sitting there like i don't understand what his issue is like you're sitting here going i know that i'm Mm -hmm. not into this i assumed that i want that he wanted me to go and i just didn't and i didn't need it said like that just relay that to him yeah like listen bro i already know <laughs> like you didn't have to salt the fucking wound like that that's just i you probably weren't thinking about it but i just want to let you know it hurt my feelings and that should be the end of it and he could say sorry or he go oh oh shit because like he may literally not realize that he said it like that because it may have been one of those interpretation things where he was like yeah no you're gonna bring the vibe down it's like mm-hmm. whatever and he just didn't think much about it and he had you know he had to, he has to be more conscious of his words towards you yeah absolutely. and so I, yeah, have a conversation with him. But if you don't think it'll be handled, you know, well, just honestly, it's not something that you need to talk about. It's one of those things kind of like, damn, that hurt. But you know what? It's fair. <laughs> you can just let it go. So I, I get both sides of it. You don't have to bring it up to him. But if you feel like you need to, then by all means do it. But you definitely have every right to that emotion. Because <coughs> it was, that, that was, that was a little rude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyways, moving on. So this one, this last one, is from Relationship Advice as well. And it's a throwaway account. And it's titled, My partner, female to male, 26, came out to me, male, 27, as trans months before we're supposed to be married. So first and foremost, my partner's original gender is female. However, as to respect their recent coming out, I will be referring to them with male pronouns or they, them. Obligatory, yes, this is an alt account. We've been together since I was 21 and they were 20. Last year, I proposed and he said yes. We talked about children, houses, future plans, the entire nine yards of conversation, and not once did it come across that they were transgender. I genuinely thought they were just a tomboy, one of the reasons that I was attracted to them. They liked all the same outdoor hobby stuff as me. Our wedding day is only a few months away, and he sat me down last night to inform me of their true gender identity, informing me that they couldn't continue to lie to themselves or to me. Now, I personally am not attracted to men in the slightest. Dating a man just isn't for me. I, however, do still love my partner deeply. We talked for a few hours about what led them to this choice, how I am supposed to... Apparently blind how I am apparently blind as a bat and how we were supposed to move forward. I told them that I really needed some time to think about our future because while I still love them, I'm just not into men. Then they talked about our wedding day and about lying to our family until after the ce- ceremony and then taking hormones and getting the full surgery to transition. I shut down. I informed them that I needed time to think about our future. I felt gross. I fell in love with the most beautiful woman I've ever seen, and it turns out they're a man a couple months before our wedding date. I packed up a backpack and told them I was staying with a buddy of mine for a night or two to figure things out, which they seemed okay with. Despite it barely being a day after this bombshell was dropped on me, I just can't think about going forward with the relationship. I'm just not attracted to men. I want biological children, and I can't lie to my family, nor his family, on our wedding day. What advice do you have? I can't go to my friends or family because I don't want this spreading like wildfire through their gossip. Lines.
0: You want to go first on this one, or do you want me to go first on
1: this? I one? want you to go first on this one. Okay.
0: The relationship is over. The relationship is a hundred percent over, and and there's a couple of key reasons that this relationship is a hundred percent over. And I and it sounds like you kind of know that this mm-hmm. relationship is over, OP. So I'm I'm just gonna say this for what it is. It's very simple. You have a relationship for how long have they been together? uh
1: and actually say it on them? Let's see um so they're twenty seven now, mm-hmm. and they've been together since they were twenty one so okay,
0: so six years yep you've had a six year relationship with somebody who's kept a pretty damn fundamental secret from you in your relationship that doesn't work mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. look, I had a secret that I kept from my wife and it's the only secret that I kept from my wife. It was the only thing I was very careful to not be honest about, not bring up, not talk about, not anything else and it had to do with a relationship with an ex-girlfriend who wanted to be my wife's friend, told me she wanted to be my wife's friend and was she and I got a good couple of freaky weekends on and tried to lie about it later to get me in major, major trouble and if it hadn't been for you know, hotel room receipts, Mm -hmm. um, I would have been in major, major trouble. And the thing is, 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 and I kept that secret for like six months and it came back and bit me hard. And if I hadn't done that, it wouldn't have been anything. And I will tell you right now, a fundamental secret like that is a game changer in a relationship, in any relationship. Because if somebody tells you That hey, I've got this thing that is going to change the rest of our lives forever, and I've been holding it from you for six years. Your relationship is over.
1: There's I wouldn't even I, I don't even know if it's been a thing that they've been lying about for six years. Like we don't know how they're coming to terms with this. Ended up being because it's very it's very possible that it's one of those situations where it's like not really something that they ever considered until. After they were already in a relationship and like just a part of their cause this okay. and, 20 and to 26. I will
0: is, ag- I will accept that. Let's say there's no animosity from either one of them in this. You, it's still a different person yeah. and it's still somebody else that's there. We don't know how long this has been here, but this isn't something that just comes up and you don't just wake up. And you're like, you know, I, th- I, th- I think I'm trans. I think I'm in the wrong gender. I mean, I, I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and say that to you. I'm not, you know, <laughs> oh. it's like, Like, what did you do to me? (laughs) But, but in that, it's like at, at the same time, you know, one way or the other, you're not, you, you can't force them to be the person you want them to be any more than they can force you to be attracted to the people that you aren't. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So best case, even in the best situation, it's, it's just, it's over. Don't, don't, don't get married. You're going to get a divorce. So you can do it now a lot less painfully. It might be a little embarrassing or whatever. And that's great that they don't want to tell their family that's, that's on them, but save everybody the heartache, the closer you're getting to your wedding and people are solidifying plans and tell them, Hey, I I know we were going to have a wedding, but you guys just got a free weekend because we're we're not And, and be done with it. End of story. So me, yeah, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I I completely agree. There's no part of it that's it's it's not going to work. You can't change your sexuality. Mm -hmm. It's not how that works. And I know that there are some people out there that are like, oh, yeah, no, I, I've come out as this. And, you know, my girlfriend or my boyfriend has been perfectly fine with it. It's like, OK, then your girlfriend or your boyfriend was never straight or gay or mm-hmm. whatever to begin with. <laughs> like, that's how that works. And maybe they didn't know that either. But again, it's it's not something that can just change. The fact that you are so stuck on I'm not attracted to men mm-hmm. means that you won't be. And that means that every single day you're going to wake up throughout this transition starting to be resentful more and more and more and more because you're not you're going to go from watching this beautiful woman that you were attracted to and love and get less and less attracted to her as she starts to look more and more like a man and that's just that's just how it's going to be they're, they're no longer what you are attracted to they're yeah. not going to be they're going to change their entire life and all the things that you guys have already talked about are going are literally being thrown out the window they change from female to male. They're not having kids. Right. They want to get the whole surgeries and everything. Like That's it. They're done. That's not going to happen. You're throwing out an entire aspect of your lives that you guys were planning together. And I'm not saying that oh, this is like, oh, they're bad or anything like that. Because, they, again, people that are trans, they can't help it. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I get. Yeah, it, it probably wasn't. I hope, I hope it wasn't something that was like they knew this from the beginning. And they got into this relationship and just kind of hoped that you would, you know, Be okay with it because, well, you love me, so you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't care. It doesn't sound like they're kind of holding that above Mm -hmm. you. You said you were going to go stay with a friend to figure things out, and they didn't fight it. They were okay with it because they probably were prepared for this to be something that wasn't, yeah, that wasn't going to work out. So it it sucks. It's just a suck situation in general. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that catches my attention as that's kind of weird and the only reason that would make me think, you know, they've been sitting on this for a while is that they wanted to lie to their entire family. They want you to lie to your guys, all of yeah. your family yeah. and not say anything throughout which, the entirety of the wedding and then just flip the switch immediately after go full ham into it. And that's not something that I which, am, can which get is, behind.
0: Which is part of the reason that I feel like, and this is where my notion comes in is it is part of the reason that I feel like this is a secret that they kept from you because they're one will they're not only willing to keep it from the family but it sounds like to them it's not a big deal to just lie to the whole family yeah before they're insane. even your family
1: yeah I I can't even <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. imagine doing something like that like mm-hmm. it's just yeah no that's just that's the that's the thing that catches me as like that's a red flag that they want to change their entire life their entire biological makeup because this is how they feel yeah and not let the family in on it in any way shape or form and it really does suck that they put you in this situation because yeah you can't talk to your friends or family about it because if you try to confide in them then they're just going to go, oh, man, you know, well, you know, it's so-and-so, so, you know, remember how they were going to get married? Well, and guess what? And that's because that's what happens. Mm-hmm. It starts off as a slip-up, and then it turns into a talk, and then the one person that just has to t- gossip about everything gets a hold of it, and suddenly the entire family knows and is trying to reach out and go and call names and blah, 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 blah And because you know that the people that are going to come out. They're, oh, well, you're a transphobic. How could you? You already love her, and now she's going to be right. a he, and you can't still love as It's like he's already stuck on that that fact that he does love her mm-hmm. but this is going to change an entire aspect of her that he fell in love with that can't it's not going back so it's just and, and I can and, and I'll
0: tell you this and you can look up the stats on your own because I, I happen to know where the stats are Not, but I'm not going to share this this because I don't want to cause people to feel one way or the other but look at the divorce rate of people who come out in in any kind of sexuality change dynamic of the relationship after the relationships already happened. Mm -hmm. You are a different person. You are a different person than, than the person that you married. It's going to change the dynamic of your relationship, right? That's just, that's the way it is. I mean, seriously, I I was fully monogamous and was fully fine. I was fully everything. I was fully good. It was solid. With our relationship and then everything just stopped, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was like, oh, okay, you know, and she and and Amy was like, well, I I told you and I was like, okay, but we've been going hot and heavy and, you know, Mm -hmm. you can tell me something and then we're doing the other thing, you know, and then everything. Hey, it's like, wow, okay, you really can't okay. And then it was just like, and that was it. That was the dynamic. The dynamic, it was completely over. And most people in that situation would A, cheat, B, leave, right? Mm -hmm. And I did neither one. And that was what changed everything. was like, oh, crud, okay, well, hey, if this aspect of it is fine and we've got these other aspects, like we have other aspects of our relationships that are great. Okay, good. Amy and I can sit around and bitch like a couple of old people, you know, for... 20 years (laughs) so but but it's like you need to understand that the number of people who stay together after one or both people change something significant in that relationship is minuscule so your relationship's over you know your relationship's over what it sounds like is you're like hey you know they're wanting me to lie now yeah yeah And and my brain says, yeah, if they're wanting you to lie now, they probably were holding a lie from you, is my opinion. Mm -hmm. And so it's over because you're not going to have that relationship that you want. You're not going to have the relationship that you've been setting up your entire life, your belief, your everything, even with this person for six years Mm -hmm. with it's not there anymore. So, yeah. What's next? You. (laughs) Me. So okay, and I get to talk about marketing lies, and I want to talk about this by giving a premise on something that I exposed, and I exposed it fast enough that it got to the right people quick enough that they got rid of it. Um, I am sick of people touting organic like organic is
1: Uh, (laughs) better. You got something that I can have an mm -hmm. opinion on,
0: (laughs) okay? Or or even a more environmental Mm -hmm. approach. bullshit yep. okay there's there's three fundamental reasons that organic costs more than non-organic and i want to i want you to understand this that what you may think you're buying organic for is probably not what you're buying organic for and 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 I'm, i'll start it with
1: this this is cool because i always i always ask my parents mm-hmm. well, why does organic stuff Cost more okay. if you don't use pesticides and blah, 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 blah. I was always my child brain would ask that question. They can never give me right because answer. it takes
0: three to four times the amount of land and three to four times the amount of water and the poisons that you actually utilize that are considered organic cost three to four times as much as traditional growth. You need to understand. OK, let's let's take tomatoes. OK, my absolute unarguable favorite fruit, mm-hmm. OK, is a tomato. I can sit down and just eat tomatoes, right? Mm-hmm. The thing is, is that depending on the best areas for tomatoes to grow, which this isn't the best area for tomatoes to grow, but the best areas for tomato to grow, there's a bunch of tomato hornworms and a bunch mm-hmm. of tomato bugs and a bunch of all of these different things. And we get hornworms here, but yeah. not anywhere near as much as oh, we gosh, used no. to. Well, we don't get as much of anything here because we don't live in a an agricultural area where we live, specifically our house. Mm-hmm. So animals don't come over here because they're not expecting to find gardens <laughs> and food and yeah. you know... So it's like, you know, our hawk was probably flying around going, oh, chickens, right, (laughs) when when she first saw them. But but here's the thing. We don't use a lot of herbicides or pesticides. And honestly, no, no, No. No, we just spray it off, go out there and we check it every day. But for commercial growth, your tomatoes are not viable, right? Because seriously, you would have to grow 10 times worth uh, more than we grow right now. To be able to commercially sell it. And that's just not going to happen with Mm -hmm. us. We're way too selfish for that crap.
1: Oh, gosh, yeah. I don't want to sell my tomatoes. (laughs) No, no, not
0: at all. Okay. But here's the thing. So when you get something that's organic, you are going to have a loss because you're going to have fungal outbreaks. You're going to have plants. You have plants that produce bush and no, no veg. You get that Mm -hmm. now, even on a smaller scale. Yeah. You have plants that you need to be able to do one of two things. You either need to be able to, A, use arsenic-based pesticides and herbicides because arsenic is natural. And you can Mm. buy organic arsenic. No joke. You can buy it. Yep. Organic poison. Poisons are – there are (laughs) organic poisons out there, boys and girls. Okay. Okay. And they cost a lot more than the cheaper crap that you can get that does the exact same thing. Right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay – And that's why you get foods that have arsenic in them. A lot of every organic food that you have, that for the most part has arsenic and traces of arsenic. Okay, and it's because of when business meets ethics, they have a hard time coexisting very much. You have to have a lot more land to produce the same amount of fruits and veggies because you're not giving the same chemical feed Mm -hmm. to the plants that you're utilizing you have to give organic fertilizers you have to use organic feed you have to use organic watering systems you have to really
1: is weird because now that i'm in Mm -hmm. gardening and Mm -hmm. i see the things there are some produce that i understand Mm -hmm. and there's some that i really don't yeah (laughs) because it really doesn't seem like it would be that fucking hard but either way that's a little side note so
0: so you need all that extra land. And when I say four times and people are like, no, you don't need four times. No, you actually do need four times. It's, it's, it's been proven and seen and statistically shown multiple times that in order to produce the same amount of crops that a traditional greenhouse, like hothouse tomatoes, they are in the U.S., the yeah. number one grower of tomatoes. And their tomatoes are good. They were better <laughs> when they first came out, uh-huh. but even hot house learned. Oh, we have to be more efficient. And as they became more efficient, their tomatoes became less flavor. And now you get hot house tomatoes, and you're like, wow, they never ripen. Yeah, I was
1: know? gonna say, I, so that makes sense because mm-hmm. I was like, I hate hot house yeah, tomatoes, now. especially now. Yeah. like bef- Well, I also didn't like tomatoes before, but when it yeah. first came around, we hadn't. It's not like you guys had heirloom tomatoes just in the house so i had mm-hmm. my first tomatoes were hot house tomatoes and it was just like okay I like guess tasty but i don't see the real hype about it and yeah. then you got it you brought home heirloom tomatoes it was just all it took was that one the one slice and i was like oh my god yeah. Yeah. <laughs> these are amazing and they're then i grew the them same. and they're it was like oh my.
0: but but in order for somebody to have an organic garden that they're going to be able to produce the same amount which Look, it's what grocery stores require, Mm -hmm. okay? And, you know, and they go bad. Your wastage is so much higher on organic foods, you know, because unlike, let's, okay, unorganic tomatoes, let's just talk about it, the way way it grows. I grab the tomatoes, I pick all the tomatoes, and then I shoot the tomatoes with carbon dioxide, literally, or carbon monoxide. I, I literally put carbon monoxide, carbon monoxide, boom, sparks them. To quote unquote ripen. They just turn red. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no less. What? If you're, that's fine. Carbon monoxide's only poison if you're inhaling it. I that's literally so do that to a spark and, and, you know, they do a rinse or whatever they do with it. And then it grows. And there you go. I produce. I, I have a run rate of about 98 to 99 percent on my tomatoes, meaning 98 to 99 percent of tomatoes that are grown that way. Make it to the grocery store. Okay. Mm hmm organic? Nope. About 60% to oh. 70% of organic. Make it to the grocery store and make it in your produce section because they go bad, they got bugs, they have worms, they they're rotting because they're they're not all picked at the same time. They're well they're they're picked a lot at the same time, but they're picked at different levels of ripen- ripeness. Right. And so like you can pick up two tomatoes from the same organic basket Mm -hmm. and one tomato is almost squishy, gross beyond compare. And the other one, you're like, why is this a rock? (laughs) Right. Yeah. And so it's like so organic is a lie because you can do more damage because here's here's the thing to understand is you can do more damage to an ecosystem with organic chemicals. Right. Organic pesticides and herbicides mm-hmm. than somebody using non-organic methods in a greenhouse, in a hothouse, in a very enclosed situation where they're not having to poison the ground. It doesn't matter if it's organic or not. Poison kills worms. Yeah. Poison kills bugs. Poison kills beneficial insects. Poison kills things that it it's indiscriminate in what it kills. Yeah. You know, so. When people sit there and they say, oh, this organic. Oh, man, I only buy organic. And I just look at you and I go, you're an idiot, right? The f- and then, then you know, the funny thing is, is people talk about GMOs, right? How bad GMOs are. How bad? Then stop eating corn. Don't eat wheat. Yeah. In fact, don't eat pineapple. Don't eat watermelon. Don't eat pumpkin. And don't <laughs> eat any kind of potato because... All of those have been genetically modified, whether it's selective breeding, whether it's cross-pollination, whether it's grafting. They have all been genetically modified one way or the other. And eating that, you're a hypocrite. Not eating that, you're going to die. (laughs) And if you eat potatoes in their normal, original state, they were poison. So don't eat them. In fact a lot of species of tomatoes in their original native state. Don't eat them.
1: I was going to say, it's the same thing if you, some some zucchini and Mm -hmm. cucumber plants, Mm -hmm. if you collect the seeds from the plant to plant them the next time around, it won't be the same as the mother plant and it'll be different and you can actually end up poisoning yourself <laughs> yeah because it can end up being not safe to eat and you would never know mm-hmm. so there's certain plants that you can't really save the seeds from because they're just so far gone you have to get them from people that are modifying right. the seeds to give them what you want so it's just it's crazy and, and the things and like that are so weird yeah
0: and, where are we on time wise,
1: 52
0: okay good. and the one I'll, I'll leave for which is a lie which is related to all of this and i want people to understand this is there is a rumor that is going around that is hilarious to me that you can't grow things from supermarket stuff, especially if it's coming from other countries. So, what? thing like you can't grow uh, you can't grow tomatoes from tomatoes that are from Mexico. You can't grow um you you can't <laughs> grow you can't grow blackberries or any of these things that are coming from different countries. That is what? actually a thing, and this is the reason people are told this is what people are told that what they do is they irradiate that food so that they don't. That it's literally they can't reproduce.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: And now, now, now let me <laughs> let me explain this. That, that that food manufacturers aren't going to dissuade that statement. They're well, not yeah. going to because they don't want you to grow food. They want you to buy the food from them. Exactly. Okay. And two, it's you know, if you really believe that, then you know you're believing that you're going to have irradiated food, which. <laughs> makes no sense now oh are there God. foods that that's done to yes I hate to tell you but most of you will never eat those foods that it's done to mm-hmm. because those are ridiculously expensive foods there are very rare imports that I can get I can get an import there's a fruit that I can get from South America I can't remember the name of it off my head because I want to um, so there's a fruit I can get out of South America each one of these fruits costs about $200
1: lordy and
0: they do go through an irradiation process and they go through the process specifically because there's a fungal um, growth that happens on the outside of See, some that's of these what fruits I was thinking. I was like, right. it
1: doesn't seem like somebody because would just like do that somebody to
0: sit there and and because i'm going to use just a little bit of logic so that people understand this so that when you understand this logic you can go and argue with anybody that says that this happens on a regular basis when you microwave a burrito. Do this? Does the center of that burrito get irradiated? Or is the center of that burrito cold as F-U? Right? <laughs> uh, so radiation comes from the outside in, in a microwave. That's how a microwave works. The only way it wouldn't work that way is if I shoved the fruit onto a, 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 a magnetron probe, <laughs> shoved it right up it in the middle, and then cooked it from the inside out. So the amount of mush that you would create and taking your blackberries from Peru and shoving them into a microwave to make the seeds kill, you know, to kill the seeds, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. The damage so in the waste that that would be there is just big. Take a tomato and I want you to tell you what, Dude, if you wanna you wanna take, take a tomato and put it in the microwave for one minute.
1: Ew. You you
0: you've got a gross microwave uh you got a gross tomato, right? So now take that same tomato and put that tomato in the microwave for 30 seconds okay okay now you got squishy outside of the tomato right Mm -hmm. go put that tomato in the dirt it'll grow yeah it'll 100% grow tomatoes
1: are like people Mm -hmm. don't know that about tomatoes that tomatoes are actually like in the right conditions weather conditions invasive oh yeah because all they do one fucking tomato the amount of fucking seeds in those fuckers mm-hmm. <laughs> just there you you drop that thing on the ground and you know how many plants we had it you in had. sacramento
0: we had a juliet tomato plant which what happened we didn't have oh man do we have the juliet seeds
1: no mm,
0: we gotta find them anyways we had a juliet tomato plant with my favorite cherry tomatoes and Partially birds, but also partially two little girls at the time who were like, you know, uh, four and six years old, four and five years old, um, who were running around eating tomatoes or stealing tomatoes, running it to- off with tomatoes and throwing tomato. We had so many errant plants that <laughs> first Amy was like, oh, no, we have to save them. I'm like, there's hundreds.
1: See, it was the same thing mm. when we had uh, them take because we when we decorate for halloween or just Mm -hmm. for fall in general we have pumpkins everywhere we give the pumpkins to the chickens yeah and then the seeds end up you know some of them eating some of them not and the girls have to take whatever the chickens don't eat and go put them in the trash right Mm -hmm. we did that about seven or eight times not this past year but the year before that oh my Mm -hmm. lordy we had tomato or not tomato we had pumpkin plants just squash plants trailing from the one back left corner of our yard all the way through Mm -hmm. the backyard all the way through the side lot all the way up to where our trash cans are and all around our trash cans because after they took the trash cans down some more had fallen (laughs) so there were so many squash plants just around oh yeah and those are just regular Pumpkin plants, regular pumpkins that we had gotten from various stores—some being like Kroger, some being Lowe's, some being just because they were at a farmer's market. Like we got so many because Mm -hmm. we have a big front porch to decorate and a lot of uh, a mantle space in the house. So it's like we had so many pumpkins and gave those all to the chickens. They had a blast eating through them. Oh yeah! But the amount of seeds that literally germinated and that's just the ones that germinated mm-hmm. we have no idea which ones didn't germinate and just how just how many seeds had gotten dropped just from them carrying the scraps they ate the majority of it so that's just yep. people think that it, they do that like it, it, take any plant keeping something alive is what's hard germinating mm-hmm. the seeds is not that hard mm-hmm. take anything any fruit any veggie and put that thing in dirt or in a paper towel inside of a bag and you will watch it germinate over yeah. a few days and that's it and you all think that you can't grow it th- like did it's there's yeah, why would there be hundreds and hundreds of videos all over the internet about how to regrow your food scraps mm-hmm. And just that doesn't make any sense but man i did not know that that was a thing that people were talking about that's irradiate mm-hmm. oh yeah what the fuck yeah
0: oh yeah don't <laughs> don't eat anything from overseas it's irradiated i'm like what are you are you mentally ill and and this is this is the reason i do you know how much it costs to have a microwave big enough to be able to do something like that?
1: <laughs> Probably a lot.
0: Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It, it, the, the, and, and this is the last thing I, that I'm going to say is what another thing that people don't understand is there is very little regulation behind the phrase organic, okay? And if you see something that says it's made with organic ingredients... <coughs> Pay close attention and read it because Kraft Macaroni and Cheese, and this is the one I was talking about, (laughs) came out with a macaroni and cheese that said made with organic ingredients. I instantly grabbed one of them, studied, looked it up, and realized it was two different organic salts. That's it. And the threshold for a salt to be called organic is almost nothing. And it had regular salt in it too. Okay. So it literally could have three grains of salt, one organic, one organic, and How the fuck one is salt non-organic. Even organic, right? It's, it's well, a we, rock. We'll, we'll get we'll get into that <laughs> one later. So, but that's it. So when you see something says made with organic ingredients, read the ingredients and understand what it is that you're looking at. Because organic is a scam. Mm-hmm. If you want stuff that's organic because you're afraid of a specific pesticide, a specific colorant, a specific food from a specific place, awesome. Then that's your call. I'm not saying all organic foods are horrible for you. I'm just saying that if you're afraid to buy something that isn't labeled as organic, you might want to do a little bit more research. And if you're going to be high and mighty about your foods being organic, and I only buy organic and vegan and blah, 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 understand that you are part of the problem because you're not doing the research. So, Mm -hmm. and you're who the, the industry relies on. So... There's natural foods and foods that are taken care of in a natural way are always going to be a better choice. And if you grow it yourself, that's an even better choice most of the time. Okay. But don't be a snob about something that's organic or not because marketers got a hold of it a long time ago 25 years and we have made it such a bastard. So, with that said, thank you so much for joining us on the afternoon dive where I'm Joey and I'm Kiki. And we just want to tell you have a great day and peace out with your pizza. Bye.